Welcome to the Avanti Woman Podcast. Each episode, each conversation, we aim to empower, connect, and build women to move forward, feel confident, and thrive in healthcare, finance, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. We're glad you're here. Hello, everyone. I'm Nairi here uh, with my colleague, co-host Sarah Sitak, and welcome to the Avanti Woman podcast. Today's show is the first segment in a three-part series titled, And Now What? In the past two years, we've all been going through unprecedented change, trying to understand, cope, and find balance in everything that's been happening in our lives and around us. And many of us are darn confused and simply don't know how to find balance in our lives. Our guest today, Sarah Rogers, a health, wellness, career, and life coach, will be talking about balance and help us see that truly balance is a myth. Sarah Sitak. Oh, I am so excited to have Sarah, my friend, here. Uh, so I want to just share a little bit about Sarah because I think she's amazing. And from the day we met, we hit it off. So I met Sarah when we were both working at uh, Bank of Tokyo Mitsubishi. Um, she worked both in LA. We met in LA and she moved on to New York. So I was very sad when you moved on, Sarah. Um, but she was responsible for the overall communication management of various departments on local and glo global levels, um, ensuring an understanding of current activities, common dependencies and prioritized efforts. She worked on a number of M&As and a lot of, um, and provided leadership at an executive level. So we met there, we bonded there, and then uh, we both moved on. And Sarah, you know, the dynamic professional that she is with her experience in program management, team leadership, career development, and mentoring, she is the founder and CEO of Empower Change Me. So Sarah has handled multiple uh, corporate consulting change management engagements as well as conducted on, uh, consulted on M&As for best practices and program development. And I know you guys are all gonna see this because I saw on day one with Sarah, she is, has excellent listening and communication skills and interpersonal skills. We're gonna have a very fun time on this chat. So Sarah, welcome. Good morning, thank you. It's nice to be here. What an impressive bio, Sarah. With all that, how do you find balance? I, I, I told you well. I think that's one thing I've always struggled with is, um, is balance. And as Sarah said, you know, long career in doing a lot of M&A work, which is all about change and things are never in balance. And so I know for me, both personally and professionally, I've always struggled with balance. What does that look like? You know, especially as a female in the workplace, you know, we're always trying to figure out how to balance health and the overall wellness in career and relationships and family dynamics and nieces and nephews and parents and all of that. It's, it's a total balance work. And for me, I found I got way out of balance. All I did was work mm -hmm. and it, it ultimately took a toll on my health and my relationships, but you know, it, it teaches you something. So here yes. I am almost 50 going, okay, 
what does balance for me look like? And then here we are, COVID, you know, the past two years, it's kind of thrown everybody for a loop. Oh, yeah. If, if it didn't drive us crazy, I mean, I know it drove me crazy trying to balance everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, at, at the start of COVID, and I know, Sarah, you and I had caught up several weeks ago, the start of COVID, I was still living in Midtown Manhattan. I was on a plane almost every week, and I was busy. Things were very, very different, and COVID hits, you know, everything stopped. Oh, and yeah. There, you know, I left, I left New York. And it broke my heart, you know. Um, yeah. I moved to Maine. I moved back to you know my roots, and it wasn't planned. It was yeah. I just you know I come up for a long weekend, and I just ended up staying. And yeah. it was one of those things. I remember going back to New York in June and cleaning out the apartment. I think I cried the entire week because yeah. I didn't do well with change. You know, right. I teach people all day long how to deal with change, and I myself was struggling with it. Yeah. So I think it's thrown everybody you know really into this. You know, I hate to hear people say the new normal, but in a lot of ways, it is the new normal. It is it changed. So Sarah, you, I know you do a lot of consulting and you give such good advice. Why don't we, I want to just start out from the very beginning. What does balance even mean? I mean, and I love this conversation, you know, to me, balance is a myth. It's, it's a struggle, but what does it mean? You've, you've done workshops and consulted on this, but what does it mean to all of us? You know, what does it mean funny. to you? Yeah, <laughs> as we were talking about this, for me, it means being able to do the things I love from a career perspective. It means being a mentor and giving back at the personal level. It means eating healthy, taking care of myself physically, spending time with close friends and family, and having a partner that I spend time with. Right. But oftentimes, you know, it has to ebb and flow a little bit. Yeah. So always being in balance, that's why I say, you know, balance is a myth because we're always, it's always something that we're, we're focused on and we, and we should be, or else when you get way out of balance, it really does impact who you are as a person mm -hmm. and how, you know, how you physically react to it. Because if you're not in balance, if you're always working all the time, it really starts to impact, you know, for women, we're so sensitive with our hormones. It really does oh, yeah. impact Oh, yes. and, and, you know, so Sarah, you asked me, oh, what is balance? I'm thinking, I think I need to go to the Google. My mother says, <laughs> I need to go to the Google. We're going to go to the Google. So, um, it, you know, Google says um, an even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. Okay, there we go. There we there go. There. Homeostasis. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it really, balance is different for everyone. And so really understanding what makes you tick, who you are, and where your balance is, is different. Yeah. How? How can I, okay, is there anything that could help me gauge and find balance, any sort of exercise, anything? There are a couple things that we do um, in my coaching practice. You know, I do, as Sarah said, I do a lot of merger and acquisition consulting. I've done it for 20 some odd years. I love what I do because it's mm -hmm. always a new challenge. But one thing I found is in working in the corporate sector, people always say, you know, there's always the corporate side of people. And then there's always the personal side. Mm -hmm. And where I tend to connect is on the personal side. And people say, how do you do this? How do you get on a plane? How, how do you continue to do 
life. You know, I make fresh juice. And how do you continue to do all that stuff? And I said, listen, I said, what I typically do with a lot of the young women that I coach, you know, kind of on the personal side, I say, you know, we go through this exercise and say, okay, all these areas of your life, let's break them down into a couple areas. So I will typically, I do a handout with a workshop, but I say, okay, look at your career, look at motherhood, look at family, look at your relationships, look at your significant other, look at your social life, Mm -hmm. look at your attitude. What does that look like? Are you happy? Mm. Look at your finances. Are you saving for retirement? What are your spending habits? Are you constantly stressed about money? Look at all of your relationships, you know, across the board. Do you have close friends? Do you just have acquaintances? Look at your health. Mm-hmm. You know, are you overweight? Are you underweight? Do you get your workout in? Look at, uh, and then look at your personal growth. Yeah. So we typically will go through those key areas. Mm-hmm. And I make folks actually write on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and scale those and go on a scale of one to five, where are you? Yeah. And then you look at that and you say, you know, I'm way out of balance, totally out of balance. Okay, nobody's in perfect balance, but these are the key areas that we look at to say, where where do you need to make some adjustments? So for me, I remember when I did this, Sarah, you and I had done years ago, we did yeah. a disc assessment. I remember yes. going through all of that from a career perspective. And I'm like, whoa, I had no idea. I'm not red, I'm yellow and I'm blue and oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> This is why I don't get along with this person. Got it. Um, this is how to speak to this person. Got it. Very similar. You kind of look and say, okay, I'm out of balance here. So for me, I was very focused on career. I was not focused enough on my own health and really making sure that I took care of me. And what I found is I got to the point of, I became what I did and yep. I lost my sense of self. So I'm like, okay, as I went through my own little chart, what do I have to work on? So for me, it's understanding I need some downtime in the morning. I need to sit quiet with a cup of coffee and just really go, okay, I know I prepared the day before. I just need the quiet time in the morning. Oh, I'm like Mm -hmm. that as well, Sarah. I I think you brought up such a good point because it really uh, starts with an honest conversation with yourself. Exactly. And, and asking questions of how we feel about our current balance in our life. And you brought up so many key points about our personal growth, our health, finance, our relationships, and, and asking those questions of, you know, what does success look like? Where do we want to be successful? How can you make space for change or whatever? And that honest conversation is sometimes really hard. What, I mean, I find, and you know this a lot better than I do, Sarah, but, you know, what is, you know, we have all these conversations with ourselves when we're having that cup of coffee in the morning Mm -hmm. of, you know, why we do certain things and, you know, have I always done this and, and is it expected and so forth? Any insight of, you know, what you've found and, and what you recommend, um, some of those self-conversations, how that should go. <laughs> yeah, it's called self-talk. Yeah. And that's one mm. thing that I can do so much as a coach. And I kind of prompt you to go through this and say, you know, what is your self-talk? What are you listening to when you get up in the morning? Yeah. What tape plays in your head? Yeah. Is it, I have to do this. I have to do that. What do you have to do? Is it out of obligation? Mm-hmm. Is it out of expectation? Yeah. What does that really look like? And you really have to be honest with yourself. 
I have to go to work. You know, now with COVID the past two years, nobody's really been going to work. You know, right. there have been certain professions that do, I still have to actually go to work, but I know for us, we're all working from home. You know, And so we're, I, we're working twice as hard. We are. Yes. And so ask yourself, okay, I don't have to go to work anymore. Oh, but I have to sit in front of the computer. Okay, time out. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, start to understand where you feel that sort of pressure. Yeah. And what does that look like? And why, why is it, you know, what is it? So, we women, uh, we women like to self-impose oh, yeah. a lot of, oh, I have to do this. Oh, my kids need this. My partner needs this. My, my boss needs this. My team needs this. I can't let them down. So what is your sense of really being able to be honest with yourself? Mm -hmm. yeah. True honesty. Well, I have to do this. Do you really have to do this? Right. You know, I, Hey, I have to go to the grocery store. Do you really have to, can you go tomorrow when maybe you're a little less stressed? Take yeah. some time out. Yeah. And what does that look like? So going through some of those exercises and being really transparent and honest with who you are and where you're mm -hmm. coming from and why. Yeah. Right. And I know Sarah, you have uh, Sarah Rogers, you have that chart, mm -hmm. the exercise that uh, we will put up on, uh, on the screen. Sure. Yeah. So people can see. Um, yeah. And, and for me specifically, honestly, what I've seen is that rest, sleep, um, a lot of us have been getting less and less in that. And, and that's is, that is what for my personal life had been significantly affecting my mindset. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you become so reactive. So I think rest, sleep, um, morning meditation for me now, it really works. Again, that's, you know, your cup of coffee for me, it's 20 minutes of just pure silence. And uh, yeah, uh, those factors have a lot to play in. There's a couple other things, Mary, that I know I try to encourage women to think about, and this will be on, on the exercise that you share, but it's really looking at what do you want the next couple of years to look like? Mm. You know, so much has changed. You know, technology advances are great, but sometimes they're a hindrance. Yes. And what do you want things to look like? And you might have to make space in your life to have some of those changes. Right. And, and really saying, you know, where do I want to improve? What does that look like? Because mm -hmm. I think as things are starting to change now, I know I'm going through an evaluation of what do I want the next phase of my career to look like? Mm -hmm. and I have to be able to make space for that and really be honest of getting out of that expectation. Now, what I, kind of life do I want to live? Really, exactly. life is short. I think we're all starting to see that more and more. Especially yeah. at this age. Yeah. Well, while you were talking, I was actually getting very introspective and thinking about it. And I kind of went and I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm not in a conversation by myself right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, and and I guess balance, I, my, my mind went to like balance could mean different things at different stages of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and some elements of, of what balance means can weigh more at different times. And so, you know, now that we're 29, my favorite age, you know, <laughs> you and my sister, both. that's right. I love it. Um, so, you know, it means something different and maybe career isn't 
the most important thing. And it's more about the relationships and health and wellness and, and both physically and mentally and emotionally. Um, and, and how do we, how do we go through, I guess it's like, where do I start? You know, Mm -hmm. I think that in that, what you've got and what you shared with us in that, um, chart of taking a look at and, and taking a look at asking those hard questions, that's the beginning, but then how do you make that change post COVID? Um, I don't know about you guys. I haven't even, I haven't processed what happened during COVID yet. Yeah. And I think one of the things, Sarah, as we've been talking, it really has brought us back, you know, two years ago, we all went into survival mode. Yes. You know, we really, it brought us back to our basic human elements. Monkey brain. We need, yeah, we need to be healthy. You know, we need food, we need shelter. And it really brought us back to that. And, oh, wait a minute, we're still working, you Mm -hmm. know, for those um, that, uh, that still were working. And what does that look like? And how do I even work and move my business forward? We Mm -hmm. all just went into that survival mode. Yeah. Now we're starting to go, you know, we're seeing, you know, the great resignation, people really starting to evaluate what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Why I got chills when you said that, where, where they're living, you know, what does that look like? I desperately miss New York city, but I wouldn't want to move back there right now. Yeah. You know, it was just a different way of life. And I appreciate the space that I have here in Maine. It's, you know, clean air. And I'm not a big fan of the cold right now, but you know, I feel really fortunate. So it's now saying, okay, what kind of life do I want to live next? Yes. And why are you doing it out of your true desires or are you doing it out of expectation? So we have that harder conversation more so now than before Mm -hmm. and prioritizing, um, for ourselves and perhaps even for our family, you know, um, let's talk about you know, let's talk about that a little bit. What Mm -hmm. is, because uh, prioritization is really important. Um, And what that means for a balance in your life. Absolutely. I I found about probably about 18 months ago, we're about six months into COVID. And I thought, all I'm doing is is stressing out. Mm -hmm. All I'm doing. I did that all the time. I stressed out. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm losing all the joy in my life Mm -hmm. and we are not made to not be joyful. So what does a daily routine look like for me without getting, you know, I plan for a living. I'm up, you know, at, at the base of my project manager, I plan, things have to be planned. I did not do well because I did not plan to leave New York. So what does the plan look like? So I tried to go, okay, well, my little plan here is every day. I want to have some sort of framework. And I said, I, I need to do three things every day. Mm. There's something I have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does that look like? Usually it's work. Right. I have to work. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? Well, I need to get out of bed. Yeah. Most days I need to take a shower. I need <laughs> to eat and prepare food. Right. So I need to do those things. But the third leg of the stool was what do I want to do? Mm. And I got caught in this cycle of, I need to do this. I need to make sure that we have food and I need to make sure that we have enough toilet paper and I need to make sure, oh, and I I have to work and I have to do all these things. And I missed that 
what brings me joy? Hmm. What do I want to do? Which is and the element that brings the balance in, and the happiness into yeah, your life. Yeah, the joy in your life. Exactly. And so it's reconnecting with people, even if it was on Zoom or taking a walk outside. And so it was one of those, what do I just really want to do? Do I want to sit and read for an hour? Mm-hmm. Do I want to go cut the lawn? Okay, that's that's sort of bordering on need. But right. I, you know, it's something I enjoy. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where, where is that want? And I think we've all just been caught in the survival mode for so long that we've lost some of that balance of joy. Yeah. And joy. I think that human connection that we lost for two years, I mean, as human beings, we need that for survival. Oh, and we didn't have that. I remember working at home by myself, just computer, computer. And then I would talk to the walls and the couches. Went crazy. <laughs> did they Seriously. answer back? Nighty, did they answer back? I, I, I'm so glad they didn't. That would have been very scary. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's one thing, you know, I didn't grow up with a cell phone. You know, I'm yeah. almost 50. So the whole technology and social media, we can have a whole separate podcast on social media. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. But that's one thing is that human connection. Oh, yeah. And I know for work for me, I was like, oh, it's so much harder to do this acquisition and this integration without being one-on-one with people and being able to be there in person. But Oh, yeah, that collaboration in a room. (laughs) I mean, we spent, I don't know how many hours doing that, Sarah. Oh, my gosh. I know. And it was like, I missed that. And Oh, I do, too. That's what I miss. I know. Even though it was stressful, it was like, gosh, I want that back of being with other people. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's, now it's like, okay, well, work is one thing. But on the personal side, it's like meeting for a cup of coffee. I never thought I would find such joy in that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Or just sitting still next to somebody. I know, without them looking at you, like six feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's that basic human connection. And I was watching a piece the other day on artificial intelligence and Mm. virtual reality Mm. and the dangers of social media. And I I don't want to get too far into that, but I keep thinking, you know, as a kid, I was outside and playing wiffle ball. Oh, yeah in the yard. Mm-hmm. What are my nieces and nephews? They're all under the age of 10. How is their childhood going to be different? And what does that human connection look like now? Oh my gosh. I, I, that is a, that's like a whole series of podcasts on its own. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a big conversation, but yeah, but it's finding that balance, finding, finding that, that balance. balance. But how do you, how do you ladies, I mean, and Nighty and Sarah, how do you do you find that it's okay to say no now? Are you able, after realizing that we all need balance in our life, and I like what you said, Sarah, of we need to find that one thing that we do every day that we want to do. It could be mm-hmm. mowing the lawn for you. Mm-hmm. I personally like to have my coffee in bed that I want to do. <laughs> like, you know, I'll get my coffee and run into bed <laughs> and have it in bed. Um, but, you know, do you guys find that it's hard to say no now after COVID or is it easier for you? Sarah, you want to go? I'm personally finding it easier. Me okay. too. I'm finding it easier to say no. Mm-hmm. I think there are a couple things that I've also had to plug in and I don't know if it's necessarily COVID related or it's age related, but I've had to learn to be intentional. Yeah. Yes. Be intentional with my time. 
Yeah. And what does that look like? That's, you know, I, I feel the same way. It's much easier for me to say no now. And I want, it, it's funny. It's like, I see my life. Okay, if I have another 25, 30 years left, maybe 40, whatever it is, how do I want to live that? Because the last two years, the way we lived, I don't want that. The person I had become, I don't want that. I'd become so reactive. Yeah. So one thing I noticed is also, uh, to really limit your time on social media and information technology, to divorce your phone for a while. Mm -hmm. yeah. It really brings joy. You tend to hear the birds, feel, you know, the nature, all of these things that we have, we have actually lost during the last two years. Yes. Yeah. I know. Simple I've things. In, yeah. I've plugged into more music. Yeah. Nice. I just, you know, I'll have the headphones on or I'll have it on my computer when I'm working. And for me, I found so much more joy in music than I, you know, I'd forgotten about it and reading, just sitting down and reading a book. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so now both of you guys sound a lot more intentional and, and you use the word, Sarah, but mm -hmm. how do you guys... Um, how are you more intentional? Now you gave the example, you put the music on while you're working 90 early on in our conversation, you said you're meditating in the mornings mm -hmm. and it's an intentional um, act that you do for something you want to do. How, what do you recommend um, Sarah or, or how did you guys, how did you do with that? How are you more intentional? Well, for me, I actually hit rock bottom a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. And I knew that if I did not make changes in my life, that uh, it was very dark around the corner. It was, it was very, very hard. So I took some time off and I really had to detach from information technology, from phones, from texts for a whole week. And I really went inward. And um, I, I decided, you know, I, I tried to, to, to talk to myself and see what do I want life to be like for me? I love that question. What do I want life to be like for me? Because life is short and more and more I, I, I get to see that. And I don't want to live in this convoluted chaos. Mm -hmm. So the week that I went away, we learned about meditation. We practiced meditation every morning, every afternoon. We practiced yoga. We practiced actually intention setting on a daily basis. And I found myself a week later coming back to this chaos to be a lot more calm and not reactive. And yeah. it's a practice. You don't become like this forever. You have to practice it every day. So that's my intention is to practice this balance into my life, which I believe Sarah Rogers, correct me if I'm wrong, once you have that um, you know, personal practice and, and peace, then it can really cascade into your professional and career life and I keep think, that balance. I absolutely think it can. I know for me, being in the consulting space now and not being part of, of a, a larger corporation, I have a much better sense of peace and knowing that I'm really making a difference mm -hmm. for the people that I work with. Yeah. And I know I have a better sense of self as well. Yeah. And I know who I am and what I have to offer. And I don't think I would have learned that 
necessarily by staying in the corporate world. It took me getting out and having, you know, a lot of challenging conversations with the clients mm-hmm. and yeah. having some really positive experiences and some really, really painful ones. Right. And for me, it's really an area, as you said, becoming intentional and really looking at what do I want the next phase of life to look like. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was a big get out from under those expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember when I left the bank, people saying, you're crazy for walking away. And I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't. And yeah. Good for that you. for me was, as I've been going through the journey of what do I want? I keep asking myself, why? Is it out of expectation? Is it out of obligation? Or is it actually for me and what gives me joy and where my passion is? Yeah. And that, that took a while for me to figure out. And that's okay. Moment. And that's okay, right? I mean, you made, you adjusted your life. Um, you actually practiced what you're preaching, so to speak, and what you're consulting on, Sarah. So it, you're, you're walking uh, the talk and, and you're happy. I see the smile on your yeah. face and I hear it in your voice when we chat and, and all of that. So I'm so happy for you. Uh, Nighty, you were going to say something. I think I interrupted you. No, no, no. I was just going to say, Sarah, I know Sarah Rogers, um, you know, you're a coach. Everyone is different, obviously, you know, as, as you do the intervention of, you know, how to help individuals to find the so-called balance and whatnot. Um, the, the activity sheet or, or I, I don't know what it's called. Does it have a name and, and how, how can people, our audience actually find that exercise or even better be able to contact you and connect with you to get that, uh, you know, coaching. Sure. So the best way going through a website, um, you know, change now, but the best way to find me is just send me an email. Okay. So it's Sarah, S-A-R-A-H. I do have an H on the end of my name at empowerchangeme.com. Beautiful. Sarah with an H. Sarah with an H. Yep. Sarah at empowerchangeme.com. And, uh, you know, the worksheet, uh, however you post it, is is great. It's actually something that I print. I do Mm -hmm. go back to paper and pencil. And we sit down, I use them during a workshop and we talk through, and it's usually a group discussion, usually works really well in in a team setting, but it's really something that we start with to figure out where the balance is or not and where we can be more intentional. And again, it's really, you know, I thought, oh, health and wellness coaching, but it's really all about personal change management. Um, Just put a little corporate twist on, on what I do at the personal level. That's great. Sarah, Seatalk? Well, you know, um, I love this and what the biggest takeaway that I'm taking from what you're sharing with us, Sarah, is that balance is personal mm-hmm. and it's very unique to every single one of us. And we all just went through COVID all together. Mm-hmm. But what you and Nighty shared, there was something positive that came out of it. And knowing that what may have been satisfying at one time may not be satisfying any longer mm-hmm. and that um and it may be balance balancing is stressful and bored but i think i really liked your tip about yeah i have to do something i need to do something but 
what's most important is I need to do what I want. I need what, um, how did you put that, Sarah? Um, need to, want to, have to. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I like the want to, because mm -hmm. that's where we start feeling balanced in the different areas of our life. I love Especially it. When we get so caught up in the, I have to do all the time. Yeah, that's great. Well, well, thank you, Sarah Rogers, for this timely, informative and eye opening conversation. I, I personally learned a lot today. And I hope all of you listening in are able to take something from this talk that you can implement to positively influence your life. And remember, as Sarah Rogers stated, perfect balance is a myth. Yet the more self-aware we are, the more intentional we can be with our choices and learn to embrace the post-pandemic reality. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. I love it. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. For more engagement, you can find us at The Avanti Woman on all social and media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Join our community group on Facebook to chat. Subscribe to our YouTube for our latest videos. You can rate us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for helping us reach even more Avanti women just like you.